Hello viewers and listeners. I am Dr. Jeeva Vijayan. I'm a consultant cardiothoracic and aortic surgeon at Indraprastha Apollo Hospital, New Delhi. <coughs> Today we are discussing about aortic valve diseases and we have with us Dr. Niranjan Hiramath who is a senior consultant in cardiothoracic and aortic surgery who leads Apollo Aortic program at Indraprastha Apollo Hospital, New Delhi. Hello Jeeva and thank you for the introduction. Hello viewers. So let us quickly move on to the first question. Uh, sir, could you tell us in brief about what is aortic valve and how does how does it function normally? Aortic valve is known as the gatekeeper of the uh, circulatory system in the body. Uh, it is the main valve that is present between the heart and the aorta. Aorta is the organ or the blood vessel, the main blood vessel that um, uh, supplies blood to the rest of the body. Um, aortic valve regulates the blood flow from the heart. When the heart pumps, the blood is ejected out of the ventricle into the uh, aorta and aortic valve closes and prevents the blood from going back into the aorta. Hence, it is a very important uh, uh, valve uh, that helps in the circulation of the blood in the body. So what are the diseases that commonly affect aortic valve? Aortic valve diseases can either occur individually on the aortic valve uh, or as a combination with other uh, cardiac heart valves. Um, some of the diseases include the narrowing of the aortic valve called, the, called aortic stenosis or severe leakage of the aortic valve called aortic regurgitation. There can also be infection of the aortic valve called infective endocarditis where um, some of the infective uh, particles or uh, bodies can uh, attach to the aortic valve and cause leaking or uh, narrowing of the aortic valve. Okay, so my next question would be, what is bicuspid aortic valve and how is it different from a normal aortic valve? Thanks, Jeeva, that's a great question. The uh, normal human aortic valve consists of three leaflets. Uh, all the three leaflets open and close at the same time and that helps uh, uh, prevent the blood from going into the uh, heart again after rejection. But about uh, one to two percent of the population in the world can be born with an abnormally configured aortic valve called the bicuspid aortic valve where the person instead of having three leaflets uh, the person has only two leaflets and uh, the way it opens and closes more in an oval fashion rather than a round uh, orifice fashion or the round opening of the normal aortic valve. Over a time what happens is these aortic valves can uh, deteriorate in function and form and can cause uh, numerous uh, aortic valve related diseases. They can also be associated with aortic pathologies uh, like uh, aortic aneurysms and uh, uh, they can present as emergency or as uh, future aneurysmal dilatations. Okay, great sir. So rheumatic heart disease is common in India. Does this condition affect aortic valve as, as well? Yes, absolutely. So uh, rheumatic heart disease uh, being the most uh, common uh, cardiac valvular disease can occur along with mitral valve, aortic valve and even tricuspid valve. But the most commonly affected valve is the aortic uh, is the mitral valve then followed by the aortic valve. Um, it can uh, occur together or as an individual uh, valvular problem and uh, appropriate treatment should be taken. Um, as as the patient needs it. Okay. So uh, as you've already told, it can either cause narrowing of aortic valve or leakage of aortic yeah. valve. So what are the conditions that um, results in the leakage of the valve alone? 
and what are the conditions we have to look out for uh, in patients presenting just with leakage of aortic valve. See, the leakage of aortic valve, otherwise known as aortic valve regurgitation, um, can occur either due to leaflet problems or it can occur due to the annulus of the aortic um, valve uh, when it gets dilated or it becomes bigger. That is the opening of the uh, aortic valve uh, when it gets bigger. Uh, and also sometimes if the aorta ascending aorta is also dilated, it can cause leakage of the aortic valve. Um, a combination of all these uh, can cause uh, severe aortic regurgitation. Um, so basically that? connective yeah. tissue disorders, uh, especially Marfan syndrome or Ehlers-Danlos syndrome, uh, which can affect the aortic root or ascending aorta and Correct. dilate it can present with uh, regurgitation. That's more. right. So uh, connective tissue disorders uh, can cause even dilatation of the aorta and hence the aortic valve since it is housed as one unit of the um, aorta and the aortic valve uh, can also dilate and cause uh, regurgitation or severe leakage of the aortic valve. Another important uh, mechanism of having aortic valve leakage is when uh, aortic valve can get infected called the infective endocarditis where there could be vegetations or small uh, depositions on the aortic valve leaflets and they can cause severe aortic valve regurgitation as well. Okay. So, uh, um, moving on to aortic stenosis, um, does age uh, or old age um, is a factor for uh, development of uh, narrow aortic valve and how frequently we come across this situation? Um, I was aortic asked, stenosis can, can occur um, at different age groups, but the uh, the pathology or the mechanism of aortic stenosis or narrowing of aortic valve may be different at different pathologies. In younger kids, it could be due to congenital anomalies that aortic stenosis can occur. Um, in bicuspid aortic valve, in young patients can present as aortic stenosis uh, or narrowing of the aortic valve. And as a normal aortic valve leaflet degenerates in some patients, which can become calcific and narrowed, they can present in the later uh, fifth or sixth decade of life or when the patient is above 40 or 50 years of life. All right. So um, moving on to the next um, uh, area of interest, what are the symptoms that a patient with an aortic valve disease usually uh, present with and what should uh, they watch out for? Uh, aortic valve stenosis or narrowing can present as uh, severe breathing difficulty, chest pain, and uh, dizziness or syncope or fainting episodes. Aortic regurgitation on the other hand, uh, leakage of the aortic valve can present with severe breathlessness, uh, chest pain and uh, progressive um, worsening of um, uh, breathing difficulties, difficulty in lying down flat or uh, sudden waking up in the middle of the night trying to catch uh, his or her breath. Um, Aortic stenosis and regurgitation have similar type of symptoms, but aortic stenosis is far more um, acute in presentation sometimes. Okay, thank you, sir. So, if the, if at all the patient present with symptoms, um, what would you suggest? When should they call for help, and what are the investigations that they should get uh, to diagnose uh, the disease? See, um, the moment we start seeing any of these symptoms, when the when the when the patient is uh, feeling breathless or has chest pain, it's important to immediately present to the uh, to your doctor um, and uh, to a hospital. 
the doctor will sub, uh, examine you physically will uh, auscultate you they can sometimes hear murmurs in your uh, chest or they are called cardiac murmurs or heart murmurs and uh, these can happen uh, due to uh, the leakage or narrowing of the aortic valves and uh, once the doctor diagnoses that you may have or or thinks that you may have an aortic valve problem he may subject you to uh, trans thoracic echocardiography which is basically ultrasound of the heart uh, which gives you all the structural details of the heart it is a non invasive method of uh, doing tests he will also uh, get an ecg uh, some blood tests and uh, sometimes in some situations um, um, the patient can also be subjected to a ct angiogram uh, to look at the detailed anatomy of the aortic valve and the aorta so um, if a patient uh, does uh, don't have uh, a very severe disease or a starting of the valve disease um, or does not require an urgent surgery or intervention uh, how should they be monitored and what are the lifestyle modi- modification or medication that they should be on so that we can prevent further progression of the disease or detect the disease early when it gets severe i think that's a very important point that you pointed out that not all patients when they have aortic valve problems or when they have any kind of cardiac valve problems need urgent intervention or or surgery um many of them can be managed with just medications especially patients who have mild to moderate aortic regurgitation or mild to moderate aortic valve stenosis uh and who do not yet meet the indication for surgery can be treated with uh, medications to decrease the load on the heart and also to improve the symptoms that um, a, a patient has um it, it but what is important is uh, these patients need to follow up with uh, the cardiologist or the cardiac surgeon periodically preferably every 3 uh, to 6 months and get an echocardiography to pro- track the progress of the aortic valve disease and the lifestyle modification that they need to do uh they should avoid any kind of strenuous exercise where you need to hold your breath and strain very hard avoid lifting very heavy uh weights of any sort uh moderate exercise is fine like uh, walking or brisk walking and uh, light jogging is okay uh but once the um the disease progresses to more severe stage um there should be physical activity restriction uh, to just uh, uh, slow paced walking and nothing too strenuous after that other risk factors like hypertension diabetes and hyperlipidemia all these things uh, also can have an indirect effect on aortic valve and aortic valve disease and it is important to um, uh, keep uh, all these uh, diseases under uh, medications and control and uh, um, if at all uh, the patients are uh, uh, the patients are requiring surgery is there a um, when when uh should be intervened for aortic valve disease absolutely so once we look at all the images and and uh, there are certain parameters that we look at on ct scans and on trans thoracic echocardiogram and we correlate this with the signs and symptoms uh, that each individual may or may not have depending on this a decision is made whether the aortic valve needs to be changed or it needs to be intervened that intervention could either be uh through an open heart surgery or through minimal uh minimally invasive uh, transcatheter uh, aortic valve surgeries all right so if uh, which patients are uh, ideal candidates for open surgery and which are uh, ideal for transcatheter or endovascular options 
that is an excellent question jiva and i think it's the most uh, common doubt that um, uh, most people have uh, in their mind who suffer with aortic valve problems first and foremost the most uh, the current uh, aortic valves uh, especially the minimally invasive or transcatheter aortic valves that are available uh, in the market are for aortic valve stenosis um we do have um, uh, we do evaluate these patients uh, thoroughly and uh, if the patient is uh, above the age of 60 uh, the patient is uh, not a fit candidate for open heart surgery or is considered high risk for open heart surgery and um, if the patient has had previous surgeries or has uh, multiple uh, risk factors then it is quite reasonable to uh, have a transcatheter aortic valve replacement but if the patient is uh, quite fit and um, he's low risk for open heart surgery then a minimal access uh, upper uh, sternotomy uh, aortic valve replacement is advisable um in open heart uh, aortic valve surgery we cut out the diseased aortic valve and we suture in um we put in a new valve uh, basically to um, give a new uh, competent aortic valve uh, to the patient okay sir uh, in open heart surgery does all the valve has to be uh, all cases of aortic valve diseases need to be uh, treated with complete replacement or are there any options for repair of the native aortic valve itself uh currently um the standard of uh, aortic valve uh, repair uh, in the world and also at uh, indrapurst apollo um, hospital at the apollo aortic program is that if a patient presents with aortic valve regurgitation not all valves have to be replaced uh, we will assess the valve on echocardiography and also on uh, the surgical uh, um, on the surgical table during the surgery we assess the valve if we can repair the patient's own valve and uh, if we can give a good durable uh, valve uh, repair and correct the problem then we prefer to keep the patient's own valve this helps prevent uh, future anticoagulation and the patient's own valve is always the best choice compared to any kind of prosthetic valves that are available in the market but if for some reason the valve looks uh, unrepairable on table then we would uh, obviously replace it with the best possible uh, type of valve that is needed for uh, a certain patient so um, moving on to valve replacement then what are the types of valve uh, that are available uh, for the patients and which patient require a specific certain type of valve the aortic uh, current currently commercially available valves are either mechanical valves or which are made out of pyrolytic carbon and metal or uh, tissue valves which are made out of cow's heart tissue that's called biological valves um they both have their advantages and disadvantages mechanical valves are preferred for patients who are less than uh, uh, 55 years old or less than 50 years old Uh, as their life expectancy is at least um, for another 20 to 30 years anybody more than 60 we can uh, implant a bioprosthetic or a tissue valve advantages of a mechanical valve are they last longer uh, they can they could last even for 20 or 30 years uh, but they have to consume a blood thinning medication called coumadin or warfarin and uh, they need to do a monthly blood test to make sure that the blood is adequately thin enough uh to maintain the the competence of the valve however on the other side if we put a bioprosthetic valve um they do not have to take a blood thinner but 
there is a specific life span of these biological valves since they are unnatural and um, they are from animal source they degenerate over a period of time they become hardened or calcified and uh, the average uh, expectancy of a tissue valve to last is about 10 to 15 years after which they may need a, another uh, surgery or another procedure to correct the aortic valve issues so what are the risks involved in an aortic valve surgery as such aortic valve replacement or uh, repair is a very low risk surgery compared to uh, many other complicated uh, cardiac operations um, the risk is all um, usually less than 5% uh, and about 95 to 98% it is a great operation uh, to correct the um, the pathology um, the when you meet your doctor the doctor will um, assess um, you individually or the assess the patient individually and uh, the risk and benefit of the procedure will be discussed so uh, after the surgery what are the medications that patients have to be on especially blood thinners and how should uh, we monitor the appropriate level of anticoagulation for these patients uh, again uh, blood thinners are for patients who have mechanical heart valves and uh, they need to maintain a INR or international normalizing ratio of uh, 2.5 to 3.5 and in some some newer valves it could be 2 to 3 they need to do these tests every month and uh, it will be done at either a lab or a doctor's office. What is the approximate recovery time that is required after an aortic valve surgery? Aortic valve replacement as a procedure takes only a few hours but then uh, we expect an ICU stay of about two days followed by about four to five days of um, hospital recovery or ward stay. Uh, the patient is uh, at Indraprasthapolo aortic program. The patient has uh, undergoes a planned uh, rehabilitation program uh, where it is tailored to every individual patient's baseline physical strength and abilities. And the patient is up and walking right from day two uh, and should be in a position to go home on uh, day five or day six. And thereafter, you follow up. Um, on weekly basis or monthly basis? Usually we get our patients to come to come back to us to follow up within a week and then we also repeat another echocardiogram after the surgery to make sure that the aortic valve, that is the new aortic valve is functioning well. Um, the approximate time that it takes for a complete healing to occur is about close to two to three months and there are a few uh, precautions that we suggest or advise a patient during that period. So finally, what is the cost involved in aortic valve surgery in India? Yeah, uh, that's a very important question, especially in our country. Um, uh, aortic valve repair as such, just an aortic valve repair without needing a artificial uh, implantation of an artificial heart valve uh, would cost anywhere around 5 to 5.5 lakhs. Uh, but if we have to implant an artificial valve, the cost could go up to 6.5 to 7 lakhs. Uh, if additional um, procedures are required like a coronary bypass grafting or aortic aneurysm repair along with the aortic valve, then the cost can go up to 8 to 10 lakhs. Thank you, sir. That was a very informative discussion about Thank aortic you. valve diseases. So now we are concluding our session on uh, this topic and we hope that we have covered the basic uh, queries regarding aortic valve and aortic valve disease. If you have any further queries, you can uh, mention in the comment section and we will try to address those. And for further informative videos, you can follow the social handles of Apollo Delhi.